Okay, welcome to the virginal edition of the SOB podcast, <laughs> Senior Old Boys. <laughs> this is Eddie Sefko. I'm here with the great Dwayne Price, and uh, we're going to entertain you for a little bit here about basketball and barbecue and life and by the way, the, the the only thing virginal about this is that it's our first time, <laughs> at least on a podcast. Well, I'm glad we got barbecue in there because I had some last night. It was very, very good. Good? Yeah, yeah. Hard eight. Hard eight's always good. Yeah. One down in Stephenville, the original. No, the oh, one in the man. colony. Well, I know, but the, the <laughs> boy, they, they, got, they got good stuff. Stephenville, where, oh, no, outside of Fort Worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I need a GPS system. You know, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> well, most of us don't know where you're at, Dwayne, so that's that's a good thing. All right, um, let's start out here. We got the in Mavs Nation, biggest news right now going on. We got the, the draft lottery coming uh, on Tuesday in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll both be there to bring blow-by-blow action. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you've been there before. I've been there before. What do you think about – uh, that whole proceeding and, and, and how they do it and how the tension in that room is, is like uh, uh, when teams are, uh, are, are kind of preparing for where, you know, the announcements. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've been there, like you said. Uh, I think it's great the way the NBA set it up. You know, it, it's not like something they just say, oh, we're just going to email it. It's all. They make a whole TV production out of it. And last year, or well, the last two years, Michael Finley was there and all that representing the Mavericks. And, and you can actually just feel the tension in the room. And the reason you could feel it, because I could feel it. I don't know why I was feeling it. You know, <laughs> I was just happy to be in the room. All of a sudden, I said, wow, man, you know, we down to the top ten here. And I wonder where the Mavericks are going to fall. And as you know, they end up with the fifth pick and then made the swap to get up with Atlanta to get Luca with the uh, third overall pick in the draft. But I think it's exciting. That, that worked out pretty good for him. That worked not, not bad at all. Actually, you know what? It worked out good for both teams. Atlanta got yeah, a good yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. Mavs got a, a really good player. Right. And, uh, it cost them a little bit because, yeah. uh, as we know, uh, the draft pick this year, if, if it's in the top four, uh, the Mavs get the chance to keep it. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, they are not lucky in the lottery, then uh, that pick gets conveyed to Atlanta uh, right. as compensation for that. Uh, deal at on the draft night uh, last year for Luca, but I mean I think it's 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 really interesting the way it, they work it. For those who don't know, that there's a, a back room where all the uh, as they say in the the, the uh, sound at the uh, the movie or the showcase uh, the show Hamilton, the room where it happens. Mm-hmm. That's the room where it happens. Mm-hmm. And they have all the 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 electronics and the and the imaginary ping pong balls that that. Uh, uh, get flipped around and they come up with a numerical sequence and somebody right. wins the number one pick and right. all the people in that room stay in that room. Right, right, right. They don't come out. They mm-hmm. are not not allowed to have cell phones. Mm-hmm. They don't get to communicate. They don't get mm-hmm. to, to give away the uh, the outcome uh, until it's announced uh, officially mm-hmm. on TV. And I think, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's a weird deal, but it's really pretty cool. Yeah, I had some friends of mine who are in the business and they've been back there. They say they don't like it. Because they did get disconnected from the whole world because they take their cell phones, they can't talk to anybody, they can't be on a, a laptop, anything. And like you say, they stay back there until the whole show is over with. And in other words, because if they let them out, 
then they could do this here. That means we won, you know, tell the one of their cohort, hey, we won. Uh, There's always a way to signal yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so they, they didn't like the fact that they were just off the grid for two or three hours or whatever it was. And Man. I understand that. I, I don't know if I could get rid of my cell phone and everything for two hours. I don't know. Two or three hours with nothing, that'd be a good nap. <laughs> I could get me up. That, that doesn't sound too bad, actually, for me. You had a good beer? <laughs> I, don't know, I hope they had beer back then. <laughs> I don't know if they had that. <laughs> but anyway, the lottery is Tuesday. It will be a uh, uh, a lot of teams will have a lot of fortunes uh, swayed one way or the other that night. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Zion Williamson's is is uh, probably the number one pick, and uh, everybody wants to go there. But there are other good players in this draft. It's just going to be an interesting night to to be an NBA fan and a Mavs fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and, and I know all the Mavs fans are going to be glued to the tube because, like you said, they want that top four pick. I mean, you, you get that guy, you know, with, with Luca and Porzingis, and, you know, you're in the mix. You're definitely in the playoff, just a matter of how far you're going to go in the playoffs next year. Right, right, right. Speaking of playoffs, what a segue that was by you. <laughs> My goodness. Um, here we are, the second round of the, of the playoffs. The conference semifinals is winding down. One uh, – one series is already over, mercifully, because was there a biggest, bigger disappointment in the postseason so far than the Boston, Boston Celtics? Boston Celtics, yeah. Yeah, because they went to the East Finals, game seven of the East Finals, you know, and lose to LeBron, which is no shame, and the Cleveland Cavaliers last year, and that's when Kyrie and Haywood, they were hurt. They didn't get a chance to play. Now you figure if they get those two megastars supposedly back, they're going to at least get to the finals. They don't even get out of the second round. I mean, what a disappointment. I mean, Brad Stevens, what did, how much blame does Brad Stevens get? I mean, because, I mean if, you can, if you can win with crumbs and then you get two superstars right in your lap, you should be able to at least go to the next level. You'd think, but they were, uh, they were no-shows this year too, by the way, just in, yeah. in, in, in a former fashion. Right. But I, I like, uh, you know, I lo- hey, not to take anything away uh, from the job Milwaukee did, that, that, that's a, that's they're the number one seed for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, really good, really mm-hmm. good. And and uh, but Boston, how dysfunctional can you be as a yeah. team? That thing is, uh, it just doesn't look right. They don't mm-hmm. look like they enjoy playing together. They have right. there's something going on there that uh, maybe we all don't know about. But uh, yeah, we do. It's Kyrie. <laughs> I mean. Anybody want to say that he, he don't want to play with LeBron anymore, the greatest player in the game? What is wrong with you? Would you want to play with him? That means that's more shots for you because everybody's going to be on LeBron, two or three guys, so you wide open. That would be like me saying I don't want to play with Dwayne Price. I mean, that, I mean I'll pass you just you the don't. Ball. You just, I, I will know, pass you the I know, ball. You'll make me look good. I, well, you got still got to make the shot now. <laughs> <laughs> no guarantees on that. Uh, but, but these guys, I mean – and Hayward, you know, that's just bad luck. I mean, that injury, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he still isn't the same, and he may never be the same player. Right, right, uh, right. Yeah, I'm not giving him a pass either, you know, because he was on the court. He was there, you know, and, and they, they, they put him in the starting lineup and maybe think things would change then, and it didn't change. I mean, he was just in and out hot and cold, you know, all playoff long. You know, but those guys are on the court, and you know that, what that means? That means Jalen Brown wasn't on the court. Right. You know, and they had other guys who, who had to sit out to make mm-hmm. room for those guys. Rosier. How does that make them feel? Rosier especially. Mm-hmm. The, and those are good players. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? They'll be on the court next year because Kyrie won't be back. He'll be a free agent this summer. And I guarantee you, even if he wants to stay in Boston, they don't want him. They oh, I, him. I think that uh, that marriage is divorced for, for certain. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. It's not our opinion. This is a – uh, Las Vegas speaking, I saw the odds on where the, they think uh, Kyrie uh, 
uh, will end up next season. And the, the two L.A. teams, the two New York teams, <laughs> and, uh, and Boston – and in Toronto, and I think they even had Dallas in there as, as a possibility. But nah. I, I think the Mavericks are going a far, far different direction. But uh, that remains to be seen. Well, it won't be Brooklyn. They got an all-star point guard already in D'Angelo Russell, so they don't need him, you know, coming over there and messing that up. Maybe the Knicks because they have nothing going for themselves. So why not take a shot on Kyrie? And maybe even KD may be there too because he's a free agent, even though he got hurt last night, so we don't know. It's funny. There's there's plenty of money to go around this summer. Yeah, that's yeah. that's going to yeah, be a yeah. that's going to be a big uh, big yeah. old yeah. Uh, cluster of some sort. Yeah. Uh, but back to Milwaukee, mm-hmm. that team's good. They're very good. You know, yeah. I mean that. I mean it's not just the Greek. I think we saw Chris Middleton grow up quite a bit uh, in, mm-hmm. in the playoffs so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bledsoe has had a had a terrific run, and they got Malcolm Brogdon back, back. last night. Mm-hmm. And Brooke Lopez stunk it up last night. It's like they didn't even miss him. Still won by twenty five. So I mean, they deep, they too deep in the area position. And and the, the thing I like about them, they play defense. They can score, but they can they can shut you down too. And the Greek freak got long arms. And man, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed that his little brother over here with the Mavericks can just you know, just be eighty percent of him. Forty percent would be fine, Mr. <laughs> Dwayne. I mean, <laughs> come on, Costas, you can do this, brother. <laughs> just, just, just jump up a percentile or two, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll love it. It was fun. I was looking at—I don't know—I was on Twitter yesterday, and somebody had a, a Costas highlight package. Man, he was from just, where? It was a G League. He, he had so many dunks and block shots and everything. And I said, how long is this thing? This thing was like eight minutes long. I said, he did that much over there in, in the G League last year? So he was. So I saw some potential there. I had hope. I couldn't even sleep last night. You know, we have a, we have a rule in the <laughs> NBA. you got to pass the G League eye test. Mm-hmm. I mean, J.J. Barea is, is, the, is, the <laughs> is the poster kid. He went down there for two games and averaged 40. And they, they, they immediately said, nah, okay, we've seen enough. You don't need to be down there. Come back to the, to, to the big leagues. And, remember, and, remember Jay Crowder, too? Remember he went down there for oh, a couple yeah, of games? And, bang, 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 bang. Like 22 and 14 and, you know, just killed everybody. So yeah. – if you can go down there and dominate, that usually means uh, abodes well for your future in the NBA. Right, right, right. And and, and, I, and like I said, I'm, I saw some stuff in Coach. I didn't even know he had. I don't even know if he knew he had that. But I'm just hoping he'll get with his brother this summer and learn some more things and come back. And who knows? You know, because you, we, you and I both know we don't know how hungry these guys are when they get drafted and all that. Nobody can measure anybody's heart because until they get out there on that court and you see them say, oh, he really wants this. So if he really wants it real bad, he could end up in the mass rotation next year. Bold prediction by Dwayne. <laughs> I say it could be. Okay. Uh, moving on, with, with, you know, there's three other series. They're all 3-2. And do you think any of these are going to go seven games, Dwayne Price? I can tell you for certain the, the Philadelphia-Toronto uh, series, is, it was over the other night. They just happened – they got to play one more game. And it will be in Philadelphia tonight. So that one's over. Philly quit the other night. I mean, we don't know what's going on with MB. You know, if, I don't want to hear – He was an absolute monster for, for game one. You know, in, in the first round, and then and then all of a sudden, yeah. I guess he thought he'd done something. Yeah, yeah, but I but I don't want to hear that you're sick. You you on the court? If you sick, you can't play. But then don't play. Don't be telling. And then the one of the games, he, we didn't find out till he was sick. The after the game, after he stunk it up. Oh, by the way, I was sick. Really? Yeah, you were. You looked terrible out there. Yeah. So uh, 
So that they're done. If it hadn't been for Jimmy Butler on that team, they would have lost every game by 30 or more points. I promise you, Jimmy Butler is a stud. He's the kind of guy I want on my team. Yeah, I agree. He's he's he does a little bit of every, he does a lot of everything. Yeah. He doesn't do a little yeah. bit. He does a lot of everything. And uh, you know, I like uh, Toronto's team. I always have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did think that uh, they had the the kind of personnel that could put a a, um, a, a muzzle on Ben Simmons. They mm-hmm. have long guys. They have. Danny Green, they have Kawhi, obviously Siakam. They've got guys that are just match up well with with him, right. and, and he's been a non-factor for most of the series because he can't shoot. Oh, well, yeah, all he's doing is trying to drive to the basket. Just sit there and wait on him to run out of his. Well, that's not a, it's not important in basketball to shoot. No, not at all. Yeah, Carmelo couldn't shoot when he came in, but he found a way to get him a shot. And and I think thirty five thousand points later, <laughs> I, I think we know how that turned out. Huh. So, uh, I, you know, I think I agree with you, Dwayne. I think Toronto has is, is got that series in hand. It, it may, they may get pushed to seven games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it wouldn't be a shocker. No. You think that Philadelphia could beat that team? Well, one game in Philly, I, yeah, they could, nah, they could do it. Man, they I done. mean, they, they've they already done. done it once. So. They've done. They've done it one time. That was, they, they, you got away with a game. They won game one. That was it? Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, they ain't winning no more. Trust well. Okay, we'll agree to disagree. I think it's, I think it's going seven, but uh, how much money you got? I, I got I got all of, it's all in my pocket. Both okay. both dollars. Both, two dollars. Uh, well, I got two dollars then. <laughs> I got a two dollar bill. <laughs> no, I ain't taking a two dollar bill. Oh, good grief! Get out of here with that. Two dollar bill. All right, back to the, let's go to the Western Conference because that's where that's really all anybody cares about. Um, Houston went up, uh, or excuse me, Golden State went up three games to two last night. Uh, the, the you know the, the the game was competitive, but uh, uh, we kind of I think we both agree on who has the most talent in the, of those two teams. But uh, you know the you know the team that plays better usually wins. Us. That's not always the best team. Yeah. It's, it's the team yeah. that's playing better at the yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the way Houston has? Um, I mean, they fought back from 0-2 to, to tie it and then uh, mm-hmm. lost a tough one last night. So, uh, can they can they make it a seven-game series? I'm disappointed because theoretically the series could be over. Houston had a great chance to steal game one after the Warriors went six games. I don't know how that happened in the first round against the uh, Clippers. Houston sitting there waiting on them to get through with that series. Had a great chance to win game one, blew that one. Now the home team has won every game. KD gets hurt late in the third quarter last night, and this, this is the Rockets' chance just to take this series by the throat. But what do they do? They start almost like they say, oh, now we can chill. Because Steph hadn't done anything at that point, Steph Curry. But then again, he went back to being Steph Curry in that fourth quarter and just really just took over that game, not to mention what Clay Thompson was able to do in the first and the fourth quarter. So I think it's going seven. I think that APB everybody put out on Clay Thompson, I think that was uh, – I think he showed up. Yeah. You know, he, he finally he got he got into the series, and uh, you don't want anything to do with that team if if he starts firing it up, right, you know, because right. they're there that makes them totally different because that takes the pressure off Steph uh, and KD, you know, and then they get that third guy from the outside just peppering away. I, I think, uh, you know, it, they're as close to unbeatable as you can get in the right. league right now, and and I do think, you know, if we want to look way ahead, I think a Golden State Milwaukee series would be really good entertainment. It would be. But, you know, as crazy as it sounds, you would think it would be a lot of three-pointing, a lot of scoring. You know it's going to turn into a defense. Oh, yeah. It always, it always, <laughs> it always Hey, that Houston-Golden uh, State series, game four, it got nasty. Yeah. There was a right. lot of hard, hard hits. 
guys were on the floor a lot. But it's going to get worse tomorrow night. You know, tomorrow night in Houston, you, you know, the Houston knows that's. I mean, that's obviously they got to win to extend the yeah. series. Yeah. And their best chance is to just go in there with with uh, hacking and slashing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got to yeah. be a hockey game. Yeah, and, and other than Boston. Believe it or not, Houston's a team that disappointed me too. Because like I said, should have game, should have won game one. And James Harden, speaking of APB, what happened to him in the fourth quarter? And he only got one shot. That was the layup that the that the Warriors let him have at the end. He didn't get any shot attempts, you know, in the fourth quarter except for that one. I mean, come on, man. Kevin Durant is gone. You don't have to worry about him anymore. This is your chance to take over, take the ball to the hole. They're gonna foul you, obviously, so you're at the free throw lines and you're scoring points with the clock stopped and all that. He just disappeared. But he has a history of doing that in the playoffs. It boggles my mind. When you need this guy the most, you can't find him. Well, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a little bit of a pass on that mm-hmm. because I, I, I think he deferred a little bit and maybe a little bit too much. But uh, he was trying to get some other guys involved and then let some other guys uh, who he thought had advantages Go at it, but yeah, when you're the when you're the dog, when you're the alpha dog, yeah, you got to play like the alpha you dog because you're gonna get all the credit and the blame. So you better you go out well, there. You might as well go down firing. You, hey, like Kyrie, you. Kyrie went down firing. They're gonna blame me anyway. <laughs> Man, he fired all right. What was he four for twenty one? Good grief, it was bad. <laughs> all right, last series that we uh, want to touch on: Portland, Denver. Uh, I didn't have any idea which way that was that one yeah. was going to go when it yeah. started, and I'm yeah. to be honest with you, I still don't. Yeah, yeah, it's a good series. You know, I, I'm upset that I missed the game last Friday. Game, what game was it? The four overtime game. Oh, I watched every stinking minute of that thing, what? and yeah. man, it went on forever. Well, well, I heard because I was at Emmett Smith's deal because Dirk was there, so I set my VCR. You know, stay away from social media. Get home, sit down. I got my popcorn ready. Get ready to watch it. There's no game. I didn't punch the button to tape it. Technolo- <laughs> technologically challenged Dwayne so Price. I'm screaming. My neighbor's knocking on the door. What is wrong with you? You don't understand, man. One of the greatest playoff games of all time. I thought I'd tape it, and it's not even there. Well, uh, it'll be out on the instant classics here in no time, I'm sure. You, you, but now you kind of it's kind of ruined for you. Sorry. Yeah, no, I know it won now, so uh, <laughs> unfortunately didn't see it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I I don't know. I I think that series to me, Lillard has been great. Uh, CJ's kind of been on and off, but on and again. But he but he's been okay. And uh, Ennis Cantor. Good people. grief! I mean, they yeah. they lost here. Nurkic, Joseph yeah. yeah. Nurkic. I thought, yeah. well, they're done. Mm-hmm. That guy's come on. That was turned out to be one of the best acquisitions of the season, right there. But you know what? Crazy sound when he was at OKC. I liked him back then, and then I look back at it. Oh, you did not. You no, were no, dogging him back then. No, 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 I didn't. Seriously, I mean, and I look at that team and say, how did they not win a title? But Harden and Westbrook and Durant and Adams and Cantor and just them five alone. What's wrong? Who was coaching? Was that Scott Brooks? I can't remember. I am not throwing my boy Scotty Brooks under well, any bus. I'm not throwing bus. him under the bus. I'm just saying who was coaching. I'm not throwing him under the bus. How do they not win, though? Well, uh, it's called having too many egos, maybe. Oh, that's what it is. It's still like that? Let's go ask Boston. They don't know about that. <laughs> what I'm just saying, that's a – I mean, if they just win one and stay together, they finna be Golden State. That's who they are, Oklahoma City. They finna just dominate the NBA. 
you know, that collection of talent, you wonder how things get sideways in, in situations like that. I mean, they do. It's, that's not the first time. It won't be the last time that a team with so much talent has, has kind of imploded or, or just been di- slowly dissected, mm-hmm. taking parts away. Uh, but, you know, it's just how does that happen? I mean, you, you, everybody could see it. I mean, first of all, they traded away the wrong guy to, to begin with when they got rid of Harden. It should have been mm-hmm. they should have been Westbrook probably. Right. Mm-hmm. But now they're stuck with Westbrook and, and, and Paul George, and that's a good team, but it's mm-hmm. not going to win you any, right. anything major. So uh, – you know they're kind of they're kind of stuck, and it's going to be interesting to see what they do uh, in the off season. Right, right. What, what do they do? Where can they go? I mean, what do they need? Well, they got lots of they they, they don't have much room on the salary cap, and they, <laughs> and they're uh, uh, and they're stuck kind of in. I mean, it's not a bad nowhere's man nowhere's land to be because you're going to make the playoffs with that mm-hmm. group, but. Nobody has any faith that you can go any further than the first round. Yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. I mean, you go into the first round every year, then you're gone. So, are the fans in Oklahoma City, are they going to be happy with that? Just the first round of the playoffs every year? I don't think so. With a guy that, what, three three years in a row, average a triple-double? I mean, look good on paper, but really, I think that hurts the team. My theory, my thinking, and my uh, opinion of of James, of uh, excuse me, Russell Westbrook is uh, pretty well documented. I think he's a, a stat hunter and, and a shot hunter, and, and mm-hmm. he's uh, he's not uh, the greatest teammate. Now, I've been told by some people I respect that he is a genuine good good guy, mm-hmm. uh, but the way he treats uh, members of the media and some people, other people, I have a hard time. Grab, grasp, grasping that and 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 believing it and and uh, taking it to heart. I just, you know, I, I I'll agree to disagree with somebody on that that point because I I don't I don't like him. I mean, yeah, he's a fabulous talent. He's got lots of skills, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't think he's the guy that's that's gonna uh, lead your team to a championship. Would you want him on your team? No, I. <laughs> Next I, question. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> All right, here we are in Dallas, Texas. The Mavericks are coming off a 33-win team, a 33-win season, and uh, a big up, a big upswing from the 24 wins of, and the, of the season before, when we all know it was what it was, as they say. Uh, they got Luca. They made an in-season trade for Kristaps Porzingis. They have two. Uh, budding superstars shall we say and uh and some money to spend this summer how did you feel the last season broke down we all know that Dirk's triumphant finish even though it was not on a great team kind of trumped everything it was it was a it was the feel-good part of the season but uh taking that away did you see groundwork being laid on this team that says all right, we got something going here. Oh yeah, with Luca, and then like you said, the midseason trade to bring bring in uh, Chris Stapps, you know, and and I'm glad it didn't play him. You know, that was I don't know if they would felt not me. I wanted to see him. Out you there. wanted to see him? Yes. No, I wanted to see him next season because this team wasn't going anywhere this season. So why risk the fact that he's not completely healthy? That's why I didn't want to see him out there. He's not going anywhere anyway. So I want him completely healthy, going into training camp and all that. Then there's no excuses because I, I think him and Luca would be a, a, one of the top five or seven one-two combinations in the NBA when it's all said and done, you know, when they play the next five or ten years together. Because this guy's a stud. I mean, he had just made the all-star team in the Eastern Conference, then he got didn't get a chance to play because he got hurt in that 
last year when he was with the uh, with the Knicks. He's seven foot three. I mean, you can't teach height. I mean, he can play on the perimeter. He can handle the ball. He sh- he knows how to share the ball. He knows how to hit the ball. He knows how to block shots. He can do it all. And, and you and I both know about Luca. I mean, this guy is just if he's not the rookie of the year. No, well, I think, shut down. I, I think that's a foregone conclusion. Yeah. And, and by the way, this is the Senior Old Boys podcast. <laughs> the Dallas Mavericks, uh, and we all know what SOB stands for. Yeah, yeah. Senior Old Boys. Don't that's, get that wrong. That's right. Now. Yeah, I know. And get by your the, mind out the gutter. Yeah. And by the way, you know, we're, we're gonna we're gonna probably have some uh, some uh, some uh, some young guys uh, some on. shows when we bring in some some JOB some Junior Old Boys. <laughs> I like you know? that. And then and then you know, and we may even get. Get some female old boys, some fobs in there. Some fobs, so, yeah. So yeah, you know, you go. we got that, we got that going on. The, the only fobs. thing I wanted to say about Luke, uh, excuse me, Chris Stapps. I mean, we don't know. It, everything is pointing, the arrows pointing up, but he is coming off a major, major injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, damaged goods, you know, sometimes uh, linger. Uh, we hope that's not the case because mm-hmm. uh, and, and by all appearances and everybody that, that we've talked to, you've talked to and I've talked to, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's going to be healthy. His, his, his knee is not going to be an issue going forward. Right. But, you know, until he's out there and doing what he did and he looks like the, the Porzingis of, of two years ago, we don't know. Right, right. I mean, it's just not, not one of those things where you can say pencil him in for his 22 points and eight rebounds and, and, and – 40% from three-point line and all that and, and being an absolute un, un, uh, unguardable or, uh, you know, hard-to-match-up-with guy because he's seven bleeping three. Yeah, and, and the, the other equation there is he's going to play, what is it, 52 games against Western team instead of 52 against the East. And we know how that turned out for some guy named LeBron James. He went to the NBA Finals eight straight years in the East and can't even get to the playoffs in the West his first year. Yeah, yeah, and that was all his fault. It didn't have anything to do with that junk, that circus going on out no. in L.A. I mean, it's just all, all That's the how it is. Yeah, he the man. Okay. He got the ball all the time, so it's his fault. You, know? <laughs> you don't like your teammates? Well, shoot the ball 50 times a game. <laughs> but, but having said all that, I think I think he's going to be okay. Uh, again, really again, that's Dwayne.Price. At, <laughs> uh, uh, all right, here we, here we are. I, I don't know. I, I think the future does look very good for the Mavericks. They've gone through three tough years. Right. Uh, nobody likes to do it, but at least on the bright side, uh, to quote Mark Cuban, I don't think they were three years away from being three years away. I think they <laughs> went through their three-year uh, rebuild uh, as painful as it was. I do think they're on the on the flip side of it now. I think they've got to a point where uh, the playoffs are really uh, legitimately realistic this this coming season in 2019-20, and uh, but. You know, again, uh, the West is tough. You Mm -hmm. know, they're going to have to pass some teams that also are improving. I mean, Mm Sacramento is going to be a a better team. I mean, Mm -hmm. they got good young talent. Uh, I don't know if Minnesota will ever figure it out, but but you know they've got skilled players. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there there are people trying to bring in more uh, more talent via free agency in the draft. So uh, it's not like and someday. Somewhere, somehow, Phoenix is going to get better. <laughs> they can't keep getting the top two pick and not eventually get better. That's right, because it happened to Philadelphia. Remember, every year they were in it, and for a while, Cleveland, before they got LeBron back, they were, you know, winning the number one overall pick in the draft, and then they eventually, you know, got it right. Now that the Clippers was a team that surprised me after they made it. Whatever happened to Anthony Bennett? I saw him, I was at a G League game last year, 
And I'm looking at the roster. I said, Anthony Bennett. Is that that guy that was the number one overall pick in the draft? Sure enough, it was him. He weighed about 20 more pounds, you could tell, so, which is probably why he was in the G League. But it goes back to my point earlier when I said, you don't know how hungry these guys are. Some of them a million dollars a year. Oh, I'm good. But some of them want 20 million. Some of them want 30 million, but they know they got to work extra hard to get it. Apparently, Anthony Bennett was cool with one million because that's the number one overall pick or whatever you got, like two or three million dollars a year. And he just disappeared from the radar. That was really strange. G League. I wonder, I'm about 20 pounds heavier. Is there a G League for riders? <laughs> Let's go. Hey, I, you know, I tried out Wait, a couple but years the pay's ago. Got, but the pay's got to be the same. Yeah, That's I tried out. I don't know if you remember that. But the G League went through the training camp and all that. And I, when it, you know when they do like, I call it like like the hockey teams do the, you're still trying to go in, you're trying to go in. I went in every time my time was going in. And, I, I don't think I – yeah, I did score two points. I got, like, two rebounds. Somebody dunked on me. And I still say that don't count because I never saw the ball go through the head, through the basket because he was all on my head. I was all on was the ground little, and all little that. Was a little 5'11 white guy that dunked nah, on me? No, nah, this nope. was a big dude. Because I was like, oh, this, this is not going to be good. But I saw him. <laughs> he's when he's coming at you, you did, you're <laughs> supposed to get out of the way, fool. <laughs> he's like 6'10", about 2'7". I was like, oh, Lord. I was trying to get out of the way. That's the problem. I didn't move fast enough. And everybody was like, ooh. I said, did they go in? And yeah, they went in. <laughs> I heard I heard one of the coaches up there told me that Dwayne was running across the three, well, running across the lane and got called for a three-second violation. <laughs> That's how fast Robert he is. So that was a funny day, though. I said, I won't be doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we got to have a little intermission here. You know what? we got to talk some barbecue. Let's do it, man. man. I'm, I'm getting hungry. It's almost lunchtime. Let's, Let's talk it. some barbecue. You know, I am one of mm-hmm. the top pit masters in my family. Really? <laughs> There's only two of us, my brother and me. <laughs> so I'm, a, I'm, I'm yeah, one of the two. top ones, like, you know, for sure. Cool. Uh, and uh, – uh, he's got the the big multi thousand dollar smoker. Does everything but cook the stuff for you. But uh, uh-huh. uh, you know, you you mentioned uh, around here. Where do you? Where's your go to spot when you when you got to have some some good some good cue? I've been to Hard Eight three times in the last eight days. Seriously, in in the colony. So that's my go to. Oh man, yeah. There's a. Uh, you know, I, I hate to say it, but I've I've kind of gotten spoiled because uh, my my brother's ranch is down in the hill country, and and for some reason it just tastes better down there. I don't know if it's the wood we use, post oak wood, and and it and it the it, ones that he's making. Yeah, his oh yeah, mm-hmm. the brisket is all. I mean, it just is great. Mm-hmm. But locally, I mean, I I, I do like. Uh, uh, I've gone to 1050 and, and had some some uh, good luck. Hutchins up in McKinney. I was gonna say Hutchins. And, Hutchins and, and is, is, a good, is one in Frisco too. That's they, that's my second one. Yeah, mm-hmm. and those are those are good spots. Mm-hmm. I got uh, you know, in honor of the the St. Louis Blues, we all know and hate them. Oh, but uh, yeah, to bring that. You know up. what? I I got to admit, I I last time I was in St. Louis was uh, the Rangers in the in the uh, World Series uh, back in 2011, I believe it was. And uh, I had some St. Louis ribs up there from uh, 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 one of the one of the more reputable barbecue spots up there. And I gotta admit, mm-hmm. they can do ribs. They can do yeah. ribs in St. Louis really well, probably better than we can. But even they admit they can't touch our brisket. Not our brisket, off the chain. Kansas City's good too. Yeah, Kansas City got some really good barbecue. And Memphis, Memphis has got yeah, yeah we. Yeah. 
we've uh, worn out the rendezvous and a few <laughs> other places there in, in, in Memphis right. in, uh, during our years, many, many years yeah, of covering I, the league. Exactly. I was, I was uh, two months ago, I guess, whenever I was in Memphis, I went by rendezvous. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's a stop. You got to always go there. When yeah. when was your first year uh, covering covering the NBA? You were back in uh, <laughs> southeast Texas somewhere, weren't you? Yeah, I was at the Beaumont Enterprise. So I started covering them in 1978. Beaumont was uh, – like an hour and a half from Houston. And uh, at that time, when I started working there, you know, we mainly concentrated on the high schools and Lamar University was located. But I was interested in the NBA. So I told my boss, hey, hey, let me go down to Houston and cover a few games. He said, yeah, go as many as you want. So I ended up going every year, normally about 25 to 30 games a year, plus the, plus the home playoff games. And then I had a, uh, a Sunday column, like an NBA notebook every Sunday. And then I did one NBA feature during the week. And probably like, like I said, depending on when the Rockets, where the Rockets were, two home games a week and all that. So 1978, the year before Bird and Magic came in the league, was my first year doing that. So that's uh, 40, 41 years. 40 years, 41 years. Yeah. And I, uh, my first uh, real assignment was covering the uh, 86 playoff team in Houston uh, against Boston, the, the 86 finals. Twin Towers. So, uh, yeah, and uh, Jerry Seasting and, and Ralph Sampson fighting each other. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. looked like a – a little, little uh, labradoodle against a great Dane. Uh, but uh, so that's, a, you know, 30-odd years. So to, between us, we're, we're over three-quarters of a century yeah, covering this uh, yeah. silly league. That's why we got SOB, huh? Yeah, it's, that's our name. That's our name, and we're proud of it, baby. And you know what's weird? If I'm not mistaken, I think it was the very next year, and I want to say it was on a Thursday night, is when the Rockets traded Sampson to the Warriors. Remember that? For Joe Barely Cares Joe and Cares. Eric Sleepy Floyd. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'll forget that. I, said, I remember that what? trade. But uh, here's, here's one, one thing I really remember, and this is strange. Ray Patterson, who was the GM of the, of the Rockets at that time. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say it. We're in the bathroom. <laughs> it's always got to be a good story when it starts. We're in a bathroom. Standing up, doing our thing. next to each other. It was, <laughs> it was it was before the draft, before the uh, the eighty four draft, and then the Rockets had the first and the third pick in that draft, and Ray started saying, "Hey, well, what do you think?" And we were just making small chatter, chatter, and I said, and he said, "What do you say? What do you uh, what do you uh, your opinion on if we trade the third pick to Portland, who was looking for a center?" And then and who had the second pick in the draft, and that would have gave – if they would have done that, that would have gave the, the Rockets Akeem Olajuwon and Michael Jordan because Jordan went third because Akeem, Akeem was the first pick, Sam Bowie who was the second pick, and Jordan was the third pick. But if you Because Portland needed a center because they couldn't beat the Lakers because they couldn't stop Kareem. So he needed – that's why they drafted Sam Bowie. But I'm saying had that trade went through, had he done that, Man, the whole course of history would have been changed. The Rockets would have went back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Total, totally changed. And how about those Portland Trailblazers? Love those Man. guys up there. They're, they're some, some great folks up there. But I they know. take Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan yeah. and Greg Oden over oh, Kevin Durant. Durant. Yeah. My goodness. They, they, did it, they did it twice. Unbelievable. Oh. Unbelievable. I, I feel for them because, you know, I got – my peeps in Portland, man. They talk about it all the time. <laughs> Unbelievable. You put KD, well, either one of them. 
you know, the Jordan or well, they felt like they had Jordan and Clyde Drexler. I said, no, you don't have Jordan. You got Clyde Drexler. Good player, but not yeah. not Michael Jordan good. <laughs> <Yeah>. Come on. <laughs> and I don't know how they passed on uh, Durant for, for, for Odin. Well, they, you know, always take the big guy, Dwayne. That's yeah. the old mantra, but it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Not in this league. That's what uh, 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 Dick Miller said back in the, uh, the, the 80, 83, 80, 81 draft when, they, when, when the Mavericks uh, drafted uh, Aguirre. They they trying to decide between Aguirre and Isaiah Thomas, and neither one of them wanted to play here. So on so on the interview process, of course you go in there, you know, being a butthole. You know, so Dick Miller said, okay, if I'm gonna take a butthole, I'm gonna take the tallest butthole. That's why he took the Aguirre <laughs> over uh, Isaiah Thomas. Well, that makes sense to me. That's per- <laughs> perfect sense. I didn't know how was the subject got on but- buttholes, but that's okay. That's not the uh, word he used, though. But, you know, I substituted <laughs> that word. I can't use that word on a podcast. <laughs> oh, you know, we, we're working on that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we better wrap up our first, very first podcast by saying that. Uh, yay! By, by saying yay and saying, who do you think, who you got? Still winning it all in about a month from now. You know what? I'm going to stick with the team I said was going to win it all before it all started. Toronto. Really? I love love me some uh, Kawhi Leonard. He just knows how to take over that game when it's time to take it over. And he's got a whole lot of parts around him. They can do whatever whatever they want to do. I think he's the guy. I think they're going to win it. All right, well, I'll put, take everything out of my wallet and bet against you on that one because I'll, I'll just take the chalk on this one. Golden State's going to run this run the table you now. They're going to figure out they're a way gonna to do run, it? They're going to run the table really? on this thing. Without you, without KD? He's going to be back. He's not going to be back. God, come on. No, he's not going to be back. Well, hey, you know what? Jonas Jerebko is going to step in and have the have the series of his life. You know what's weird when he hit that first shot? I said, "Oh no!" Remember what he did against the Mavericks? <laughs> you, me- that, you remember that game? Yeah. He scored like twenty or something yeah. out of nowhere. So who, you know, who is this guy? Yeah. Can't remember. He he plays for them. <laughs> anyway, all right. For Dwayne Price, I'm Eddie Sefko. This is you've been listening to the Virginal Podcast of the <laughs> SOBs, the Senior Old Boys. See you next week. Thank you.